welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. What's up? What's up? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. Today, I actually, I really love this topic because it's something I have gone through. It's something I've had so many conversations with people in the DMs, with friends, with business partners, colleagues, with with people I'm coaching, like literally everybody. Okay. And, and you guys can read the title. So the concept is rejection, right? And I think this is so relevant because whether you're dealing with rejection in dating or business or life or relationships, you're going to experience it in your career. Like literally rejection happens to everybody. Okay. And so I wanted to give you guys 10 tips on dealing with rejection. And these are things that have personally, you know, worked for me, things that I personally think are important when the concept of rejection is happening in my life. And, you know, so I hope that one or two of these might resonate with you. And I hope this helps in some way, shape or form. Because like I said, again, like, you can experience rejection in so many different areas of your life. And you're not alone. Okay, so number one, number one is just understanding and being okay with the fact that it's gonna hurt. Rejection hurts. There's no way around it. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Rejection hurts. Being told no by somebody or something or someone that you want and you expected to be a part of your life, it's hard and it hurts. And it's okay to mourn that. It's okay to feel hurt by that. It's okay to sit in those emotions for a little bit. And I I think that's the very, it's very important to realize that that's number one, right? Those emotions, those feelings, they're gonna come up because you're human, okay? And like I said, rejection, it hurts. Being told no, being pushed away, it hurts, you know? Again, especially when it's something you were pursuing, something that you saw being a part of your life, something you wanted, it is really hard. Okay. So I think just giving yourself the permission to have those feelings and to have those emotions and kind of mourn the rejection, I think that's really important because if not, then you're just burying it and it's going to come up later down the road. Okay. Number two, which is a really good transition from that, is to talk about it, okay? Not to let these thoughts, these emotions simmer and just like whirl around in your head because I know I'm not the only overthinker out there. I know that you guys are too. And 
overthinking and letting emotions sit, especially when they're negative, it's not good. Okay. So when I say talk about it, talk about it with a friend, talk about it with a family member, with a coworker, whatever it is, but get your emotions out on paper, in voice, um, whatever you need to do, but, but get it out. Okay. A lot of times for me, at least when I've talked through my emotions and the rejection and the situation, and when I talk through it with somebody, first off, we're able to have a conversation about it and, you know, hearing a different perspective from somebody else that you know and love and trust, I think is really important and can give you another perspective on the matter, right? You know, you could see areas in which maybe you did wrong. Maybe, you know, they can agree with you that you were wronged in the situation and, and having that kind of companionship, it helps, right? Just having that person be like, yeah, kind of fuck that, (laughs) right? Like, fuck that. Yeah. You deserve better. Somebody telling you that is so much better than you just telling yourself that in your head. So talking about it is so important. I am and have dealt with rejection in business and in relationships. And right now it's really coming up for me in like the dating world and in relationships. And, you know, that hurts. Okay. But being able to talk to my mom and girlfriends about this is so important. You know, again, having that companionship, realizing a, you're not alone is important because when you feel alone, you feel isolated, you feel you you get into your head, you, you know, it's, it's not a good place to be guys, we know that. But also just having somebody to kind of have a dialogue with and to kind of go back and forth, right? I've had girlfriends where, you know, we're talking back and forth. And actually, I have this one specific conversation in my head where I was talking about this guy who, you know, pretty much straight up rejected me. And I'm talking back and forth. And I had one of my girlfriends stop me and say, no, like, stop playing with yourself, like, da, 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 and like, set me straight. And I was able to see from her perspective, you know, okay, hey, you know, actually, whatever, whatever. So again, just having that dialogue, I think is so important. Okay. Number three, surround yourself with people who love you, people who care about you, people who support you and people who do accept you a place where you don't feel that rejection, right? That's important. And I'm not saying, you know, go talk. This is kind of, this is a separate point than the point above. But what I'm saying here is, you know, surround yourself with people and emotions and vibes that are accepting. And I think this is important because just feeling a sense of love and acceptance after experiencing rejection is huge. Just that reassurance that you are okay, that people do love you, that, you know, you are just because you're not for somebody doesn't mean you're not for somebody else, right? Or just because a certain job opportunity, you know, wasn't right for you doesn't mean there isn't another one out there. But just surrounding yourself with the kind of the vibe of acceptance is important to just remind yourself, okay? Number four, this is something that I personally practice. I try to practice daily. If I'm being honest, I'm not perfect, but it's gratitude. And just remembering how many things you have to be grateful for, okay? This, for me, has a lot to do with mindset, okay? And we'll talk more about mindset down the road in these these little tips here. But I think when I focus on gratitude, when I focus on the things that I love and the things that I'm grateful for, it kind of flips my thoughts. And we talk a lot about thoughts here on this podcast. 
it flips my thoughts from negative ones, ones of like self-pity of being like, why am I not enough? Why did I get rejected to, you know, the positive of like the things that are in your life that you do love and that you are grateful for, you know, the things you've done that you're proud of yourself for, right? Every single day I write, and you know, again, I'm, I'm not perfect, but I try. I write down three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm proud of myself for. I think it's so important to just have those at the forefront of your mind. So you're not thinking about that rejection. So you're not like letting that rejection turn into a spiral of negative thoughts because that can happen. Okay. And especially starting your day off with that gratitude again, I think is really important. Okay. Number five is occupy your mind by, you know, doing activities. Okay. Literally, when I wrote this one down, it's something I straight up find so important, but it can also seem like you're like numbing the problem, but I really don't see it as that. So what I mean here is like, you know, literally get out, like go move your body, go do something, go out with friends, go walk with people, like go I always I being the extrovert that I am, maybe if you're an introvert being around people doesn't make you feel better, but doing activities, doing things, making plans, right? So, you know, getting with your friend group or even like, you know, planning a or booking a massage. I guess that's not very active, but going on a run, booking a painting class, going and doing something maybe outside your comfort zone, but just occupying your mind with something else. Again, After dealing with rejection, it's really easy to like get down on yourself and be in the dumps for a little bit and be like, you know what, why wasn't I good enough for that job? Why wasn't I good enough for that person? You know, why did that person think what I had to offer was so terrible? You know, why was that person so rude to me? Whatever that is. Why was I denied from that opportunity? Whatever, whatever, right? There's so many different ways you can experience rejection. But after it happens, it's really easy to get you know, almost self-blame. And for me, at least self-blame gets me into a a bad cycle where I don't want to do things, right? I feel like, you know, I I don't want to get out. And I, you know, I get in that like blah, like, uh, you know, again, because it's you're getting in your head. I do it too. I do it too. But getting out and doing activities. So book things, make plans, like as soon as possible. Okay. Like if you, this is what I do. I'm so blessed that I have such, I've made such amazing friends here. But like, you know, when I have been going through rejection, a lot of the times I'll be like, you know what? Like call up one of my friends and be like, Hey, do you want to go for a walk? You know, or, Hey, do you want to go to the gym? Hey, do you want to go for a happy hour? Hey, do you want to do this? Like da, 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 whatever. Right. Just making plans. Again, it just reminds you a, that there are other people around you. B, there are other things to do. Right. And it just lets your mind be back at ease and distracts you for even a little bit again, because you can get into that cycle that is just so negative. Okay. Number six is a do not, okay? Do not seek revenge. I think this is so important. Um, I think it's really easy after experiencing rejection to get defensive and then be on the offense, right? And then actively seek a way to make that person, that thing, that job, that coworker, that boss, feel the way you felt, right? To be like, oh, you know what? Well, I'm going to go do this. You know, oh, you know what? I see like TikToks where it's like, oh, like you got rejected by the guy or you got broken up with, go hook up with his his friend, you know? Like 
that revenge thing. Oh God, guys, I just think it is just the exact opposite of what you should do. Personally, I think when you experience rejection, I think it's more of a sign to show love and kindness and try at least, uh, you know, it might sound bad, but like fake it till you make it, but be positive and show that person that you're not, you know, that small person seeking revenge. I just think that's so gross, right? Imagine this, okay? Imagine you're the one doing the rejecting, okay? Because I've been focused on this whole dating scenario and whatever, I'm going to go with that example right now. Imagine like you're the person rejecting somebody. You're the person that's like, hey, you know that, you know, this isn't going to work, you know, breaking up with somebody or whatever. Imagine if that person then, you know, walked away and then tried to do something vengeful to make you feel bad right? Ew. Like that is not going to do anything positive. First off, it's going to have that person feeling bad if you succeed in the revenge. B, it's going to make you look bad. C, it's probably going to make you feel regret at the end of the day, right? And so I just think there's nothing good about seeking revenge. I think it's a really easy thing to just like go right to and just think like, ah, well, fuck that. Fuck them. I'm going to go do this. Or, you know, I'm going to go take this job with our competitors. Ha. You know, or whatever it is. I just think that is, it's such a gross place to be in your heart and in your mindset. So again, that's why I was saying kind of all these ones before number six are really talking about like being positive and fixing your mindset before you take action because I think it's really important to not be in that negative mindset and then take action while in that negative mindset, right? Revenge is so ugly and it just does nothing for you. And it just makes you look small and it makes you look pathetic in my humble opinion. And it's not something I ever do. You know, being mad at someone, holding a grudge. I did an episode actually on holding a grudge. It hurts you more than anything. And it shows more about your character than anything. So do you want to be that person that stooped to their level? You know, do you want to be that person that was mean and rude and did something to hurt somebody else on purpose. You know, I, I try to see from the other person's perspective, again, going with this dating thing, you know, th- if that person's really not into you, they're doing you a favor by rejecting you right now, right? It might hurt. It might suck. It might feel bad, you know, but in the end of the day, like by them following their heart and rejecting you right now, first off, they're doing what they got to do for themselves. So you got to understand that whatever the reason is, you know, you don't know what the reason is behind their decision, but they're also doing you a favor, right? Cause that just wasn't meant for you, which actually is another point down the road, but yeah, actually that's a really good transition and an unintentional transition on my part. Cause that's number seven. Okay. Number seven is see it as redirection in the best way. So when you get rejected from a job, from a person, from a family member, from a opportunity, somebody telling you no, you're trying to sell something, whatever it is, right? Seeing that as a positive is something that's going to really work in your favor at the end of the day. I really truly believe that, you know, the universe is doing the universe, God, whatever you believe in, the source, like, I don't know, there's so many different things. I really believe that everything happens for a reason. Like I talk about that so much and I so wholeheartedly believe that. And if you can see rejection as redirection, again, it's going to make your mindset so much better. It is going to help you look at it from a positive perspective. And it's going to also help you think about it in a way that shows you and proves to you that there are other opportunities down the road. It's like the whole thing of one door closes and another door opens. 
I really try to see rejection as just opening up other opportunities and something happening in my favor. Because when you believe that everything is happening in your favor, everything is happening in your favor. I promise you, everything is going to end up exactly how it's meant to be. And if, if it's not, then the game's not over. Okay. So seeing rejection as redirection in a really positive way is very important. Number eight is don't obsess. All right. All my overthinkers, where you at? But not not obsessing when you have rejection occur in your life is very important. Again, I, I don't think there's much to say about this one, but it's really easy to find yourself obsessing with the idea that you got rejected, that you got told no, wondering what did I do wrong? What why wasn't I enough? This is something I really struggle with is when I get rejected, overthinking and self-blaming, right? And kind of pitying myself, like, gosh, like why do I why do I suck? Like, what did I do wrong? Like, what is this person not seeing me? Or what is this job not, you know, what am I, why I'm not, I'm not qualified? Or why did this person not understand that this product I have is amazing? Like, what's going on? Am I doing something wrong? Right? It's so easy to obsess over the rejection. And again, it's changing your mindset, occupying yourself with other activities, with other people, with other things, pivoting your thoughts, like all that sort of stuff that kind of, you know, this whole, whole podcast has been about, honestly. And then, Number, number nine, um, number nine is don't quit. Okay. So it's, again, it's, it's easy to see rejection and think, all right, well, screw that. I'm going to stop dating. Obviously it just hurts too much. I'm going to close myself off from everybody or, you know, getting rejected from a job and being like, well, you know what? I'm going to stop working on getting that promotion because clearly I'm just not qualified, you know, or let's say your little side business, not little maybe, but you get, you get told no. And, and then letting that stop you from asking anybody else to take a look at what you're doing or to look at your product or to support you. Right. If you let rejection force you to quit. Like, I I think that's the saddest thing. Just because one person said no, doesn't mean another person isn't going to be right for you and going to be perfect for you. Right. Just because one job declined you, one school, you know, rejected your application doesn't mean that there's not another school or a job opportunity that's perfect for you. Just because one person looked at your product and didn't want it doesn't mean there aren't a million other people out there who want your product. Okay. So do not, whatever you do, do not let rejection keep you from playing the game. Okay. You got to keep going. You got to dust yourself off, girl. You got to get up and you got to try again. Get out there. Don't let this harden your heart when it comes to dating. Don't let this harden your heart when it comes to building relationships. Don't let this harden you when it comes to applying for future jobs. Okay. Rejection, it sucks, but it shouldn't affect you in a way that gets in the way of you achieving your goals, right? Whatever that end goal is for you, finding your person, getting that dream job, getting, earning that promotion, uh, whatever, whatever it is. Okay. So that's number nine is just do not quit. Do not stop. And then number 10 is just understand that you're not alone. Okay. You are not the only person to be rejected. You are not the last person to be rejected. You are not the first person to be rejected. It sucks. It hurts, but we're all going through it. Okay. So I, I kind of like to think about it this way. is like the person that is rejecting me, probably getting rejected by somebody else who that person 
is getting rejected by somebody else, right? It's just, it's so crazy. It's so crazy to just realize that you're not alone and it's happening to everybody around you, okay? And not, you know, that might make you feel bad because it's like rejection sucks. It sucks to know that everybody's going through it. But, you know, again, that feeling of isolation is, is hard. So again, just knowing that it's a part of life and that it's bound to happen, it almost sets you up for the mindset of accepting that, hey, if this happens, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to walk away from it. I'm going to be better because of it. You know, I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to learn a lesson from it. Whatever it is, rejection happens to everybody and it's part of life. Okay, girl. Okay, boy. I don't know who's listening right now. <laughs> but that that's it, guys. 10 tips to dealing with rejection in business, in life, in relationships. I hope that one of these things helped. I hope that this resonated with you. And if you're going through rejection right now, you know, my heart goes out to you. You're not alone because I'm going through it right now too, okay? But I love you guys. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Please send it to a friend. Please post it on social media. Tag me at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and at it's Annie Graff. I love hearing from you guys. If you have you know, recommendations on topics or guests you want to hear on the podcast, please DM me. Let me know. I love to hear from you guys. So that's it for today. You will hear me next time on the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. Have a great rest of your day, friends. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'd be so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and myself at Annie underscore FitLifeFitMe on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now, go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area.